Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast wherein I, Licky Tan, Licky Tan, aka Tanner Green Ring, am joined by my co-host Bibarash, Bibarel, aka Ugh. Joshua Fielstead, and the eternal nemesis. Nemesis is the wrong word because we love you and you're yeah. our close friend, but that's strong. You know, like. Rival. Like a late-gen rival, where we're actually friends with them. Right. Right. And we build each other up. Right. Clefavid. Oh, Clefavid. Oh, Cleffa? A.K.A. That's what I got? David Sims. Hey, I love Cleffa, guys. I'm big into Cleffa. Cleffa's such a cutie. I like Cleffa, and I kind of like the little, um, the little Chansey. What's it called? The little chance he's happening. Happening. Oh, happening. Yeah. I'm a fan of of course of Igglybuff. Igglybuff is pretty ridiculous. A lot of cute baby Pokemon in this oh, game. I don't like Igglybuff. You don't like Igglybuff? What did Igglybuff ever do to you? I don't like that weird like all the bumps on its head. Yeah, the bumps are a little odd. It's true. <laughs> I don't know what those are supposed to be. Like. They separate and it becomes ears, and then what happens to the other one? Jigglypuff has the little sort of the little cowlick. Oh yeah, the little the little wham. Yeah, it's a little poof. Yeah. This is a Pokemon podcast wherein we play through each Pokemon game, gym by gym, week by week. We are in season four, playing through Pokemon Platinum, and we made it to gym four in Veilstone City, and the gym's le- gym leader's name is Josh. Oh, I don't know. Uh, You're the ombudsman here, Josh. <laughs> I forgot to put that one down. Maylene. Maylene. I gotta say. Fighting for the cobble badge. They are a little anonymous, the gym leaders, at this point. Yeah. You're kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah what yeah. are you doing? They're like, I am the master of grass. And you're like, yeah, I've met like three masters of grass. Like, okay. You know, like how, how many gimmicks can you have at this point? Right. There's so many like well-designed characters with names now. Right. They just sort of all blend together. Like going into the gym this week, Crasher Wake like comes running out and he's like a luchadora or Yeah. And if I didn't know that he's a future gym leader, I would have no idea who this guy is. Yeah. David. Yeah. Which version of the game are you playing? Platinum. Platinum. I, I was on the platinum train before you guys. I mean, like, I I planned for this podcast so far in advance. I, I think I even own Diamond, but I was like clicking around and I was seeing the stuff you guys started seeing, which is like, oh, you know, Platinum kind of perfected the game and like that's really the best right. version of Gent. So I was like, I guess I got to get on eBay and buy me a Platinum cartridge. Yeah. David, hmm. any updates? Uh, with me? Like what's up with me? Yeah. <laughs> what's up with your life? We live in a pandemic. Uh, I'm mostly in my home all the time. I play a lot of Pokemon. Yeah, same. Uh, I have same. my podcast. Same. You know, uh, it's been the winter, been a little chilly. It's been nice. I will say you guys, I admired and supported you, your long sojourn between generations in the GameCube games. <laughs> yes. The wilderness. Thank you. You yeah. were one of the few fans who kept us going. Right. I know it was <laughs> tough. And I, as a, you know, I do my podcast where you will be doing a big director and your numbers get a little bounce. Then you go to like maybe a less known director and your numbers will sag a little bit. And you know, what can you do? Mm -hmm. But I will say I played both of those games. I couldn't finish either of them, not because they were bad games, but just they, they, you know, they just kind of handle bad. You know what I mean? Like the controls, 
the you Slow. know the way dialogue were given. They were just they were just pokey old games. They really some old games feel fine now. You know they play great twenty years on. Not those games. Yeah, it was rough dealing with the like. You know that one didn't even have speed up text. And exactly, we're so spoiled by running shoes and all these fancy bikes with all their gears, and you don't have any of that. Right. Yeah. I also and, think like. Yeah. I'm like 37 and have a family now. Like I just can't monopolize the TV in that way anymore. Oh yeah, that was a problem. Too. That's yes, that's that's another problem, of course, with the console games, and that's why you know when I was a kid, I would always complain. I'm like, why are they? Why will they not do a Pokemon game on the game? You know, a proper, full blown one. But they waited till the Switch, and it was probably a good idea. Like they knew, like it has to be portable. Pokemon always going to be portable. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Okay. Back to the game. All right. Well, hey, it's nice to see you guys. Nice to see <laughs> yeah. you as well. You too. Remember when we all hung out and then the pandemic happened like the next week? I know you talk about it on the show sometimes. I was just lamenting to Jamie, my wife, as I was like sitting there in the playroom watching Miles play and she was watching after him and I was like feverishly trying to build a Pokemon team in Showdown. I was like, right. I'm so sick of Pokemon Showdown. I wish I could God, just go yeah. to Hatley's with Josh and David. And get yelled at by some lady <laughs> because we were holding a seat for too long. Yeah. Oh, you got yelled at because I was late because eh, of Bong Joon Ho. Again, all just in the She in didn't the believe times. that we actually had a friend coming and she started getting all up in arms. Yeah, about she thought it. we were just being a jerk. Ooh, that sounds a little awkward. <laughs> I elevated it. I, I yeah. <laughs> went up the ladder in a way that I probably shouldn't have, but. I, yeah, you were like ready to throw down. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's, I mean, and that's one of the, the blessings of this, you know, you got to find a silver lining and the, one of the blessings of the pandemic is I don't have to get in arguments with millennials at cool bars in Brooklyn anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, I don't even live near Brooklyn anymore. It's fine. Been driven out of town. Ended our journey last week in Heart Home, Heart Home, Heart Home, Heart Home City. Heart Home, Heart Home. We've gotten conflicting feedback about that one. There's a lot of Heart Homeites. There's some Heart Homes. There's no one who's saying Hearth Ohm like you, but Hearth Ohm. Yeah, Heart. I'm just saying how it's spelled. That's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. Is that the contest city? Yeah, yeah. I fucking I can't I can say fuck right. I always forget. I I can't stand that shit. Of course I can say fuck. You guys look up like Pokemon tits. Um, uh, <laughs> hey. Where it's just like we didn't start. Yeah, Pokemon started. I know, it. I know. But there's like twelve buildings. There's like forty people. Like the game is so robust now. There's all these people walking around. So you're like, oh hey, what's up with you? And they're like, well, I just love Pokemon contests. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I get it. You guys have those here. Can someone? Can we have a little variety of conversation? What are you gonna do with the Pokemon contest? I love to put a yeah. bow on my Pokemon so I can win another bow. Like just enough already. They get so so. Yeah, tunnel vision. They ratchet up the contest like propaganda every game. Right. It's like ever since they introduced it and they're like, all right, this is the gen. We can finally get people to do it. You're a real loser if you don't do that. They force you to go to it now. And it's just like, I don't care. And I'm I'm never going to care. I walked in the door. The gym leader was like, hey, how are you doing? Good good job coming to the contest hall. Walked out and I was like, great. All right. I don't have to do anything else. I'm out of here. Like. (laughs) Cool. It's also like diluted the like item drops because now like 
you get sparkle dust and whatever the poppums. What what's it called? Poffins. Poffins. Yeah. No, and no, no. It all sounds like drugs to me. Poffins. And the berry drops, like you get raspberries, and the only thing raspberries are good for is like poffin mix. It's like I don't, I don't need this. And now this week we got a new case to go along with the fashion case. Oh yeah, the seal case where you can put little stickers on your pokeballs. Gosh, we got so much cool new stuff. So many cool new apps this week for the poketch. Right, they were both kind of a letdown. I I thought, but you didn't like counter. Counter app is the worst app to be released by the Poketch company to date. It just counts. That, it just counts to 9,999. That was my other yeah. rant. I wanted to go on a Poketch rant. Because mm. you got that's what it was. Should we, clear, should we clear some runway here? Yeah, let's clear some runway. Well, last week, I'm listening to... This is good because this is... I think it's the first time I'm recording. You guys are up against the wall enough that I've heard the last episode while I'm recording <laughs> this one. Oh, but, yeah. Um, we're, we're by the seat of our... Our hey, I've now. been there. I, a couple things. One, it annoys me that it's called Poketch. Yeah. Because it looks like po- Poketech, you know, when you just sort of glance at it. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, no, it's Poketch, but the E. Anyway, that's not important. Two, you guys are saying like. One E would make all the difference. You guys are saying that Devin is still better than the I'm Poketch not. company. You guys were That's saying that Josh. last week. That, I well, Josh have most it. recently said that, yeah. Because you were you were giving Devin credit for shoes. Devin didn't invent <laughs> shoes. Just because they sell shoes in Hoenn or Good wherever, the, you know, that doesn't mean they like... Well, they, they, of, they, it's implied all of them <laughs> are made by Devin Corporation. So wait, this is a world in which there is a monopoly on running shoes <laughs> under one company. <laughs> and if you don't have running shoes, you got to plod your way through life yes sir that's it unless you talk to mr devoncorp those running shoes is that what, what the saying? republicans are afraid of this is the like socialist dystopia that we're all afraid of <laughs> those running we shoes just have to go get our government issue shoes those running shoes have made more of a difference in my life than any of these other inventions that is fair. think about the amount of time that you've saved because of those running shoes. I get that if you're going just by invention, like, yes, the shoe is better than a counting app. I get that. But <laughs> the Poketch is genuinely, uh, it's it's an, it's a real evolution in the game. Like having the item finder just on your screen, that's great. Having Beautiful. the happiness checker, happiness that's counter. huge. Oh. That's oh, really that helpful. Super useful this week. Yeah. There's the eventually you get the um the little daycare checker. I think you can see how your guys are doing in daycare. That's fun. I don't know. It's cool. I even got use out of the like recently caught screen. Yeah. You know, because like the Pokemon history they, one. That's the new one. They've figured that out in recent games where they like have a little icon on the screen that shows you when you've like encountered or caught a Pokemon, but like. Prior to that, like this was the the next best thing. It's like, have I already caught one of these things? I have no idea, but now I do know because right. I've got this little app. I don't know what the counter is for. Is there some like part of the counting. game, where, <laughs> right, where you might want to count stuff? Yeah, where I, you I, need I to just, keep track. Maybe, really. yeah, maybe. No, we're all approaching platinum with fresh, virgin eyes. So yes. maybe counter app will have a a moment. But the person who gives you the counter app, even like make sure to like talk up its like feature and benefits it's like it can count all the way to 9999 and it's like okay okay hey it's a lot of digits i can too technically yeah i don't know it might be tiring might leave that to the counter app (laughs) all right let me um i'm gonna back up i'm gonna clear some space for one of david sims classic 
Pokemon rants. Let's hear it. <laughs> I should have a sting. <laughs> you guys should get me some music. <laughs> I came in. I was telling Josh, like, I got a bunch of rants. Okay, so the Poketch ramp, that was one rant. Uh-huh. Number two rant. This is the second game in the row where I'm a little annoyed at the flying Pokemon option. Okay. Okay. Because to me, a flying Pokemon, crucial. I don't know if you guys yep. agree, but <laughs> like I can't go around these games without the a- ability to fly. Like I just need to fucking fly. Mm-hmm. Um, do you agree? Agree. Like just just for fast travel. I, I generally agree. I will make exceptions occasionally, but I generally agree with that. It's the one HM you just like have you to have. have all the time. And it's a good and it's a good it's a totally it's a 90 right it's a good move. Like it, it doesn't hurt anybody. It's all right. Um well it does hurt. It hurts people a lot actually. So every game of course has its Pidgey it's new Pidgey. So this this time it's Starly. There's always a new bird, right? Right. And then that's kind of it in this game. Like, And I felt like this with Ruby Sapphire as well. I ended up raising an Altaria, which I got late in the game because that was sort of original. But like, I, I like what what are the other flyers in this game? David, you got me. You've got me so worried because I'm not sure. You're not that there's a human man who's capable (laughs) of learning fly. How could there be? Like that they, yeah, they usually would have a tail or something, right? I think they're mostly imports. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's a bunch of fucking bug flying. Yeah, but you can't. But I don't think you can fly around on a beautifly. You can't. You can't learn. Oh, Noctowl. Noctowl is in this. Well, we'll get to level check. But that's a that's a holdover. Okay. But but exactly. So I'm just like, who the Chat-tot. heck is my flyer gonna be? <laughs> yeah, look. Oh, I thought about Chatot. Look, I yeah. had a a moment there where I was like, am I gonna raise a Chatot? Is that my move? I thought about a Drift Blim, but they can't. Oh. Uh, you know, like you, you have to like you can only catch them on a Friday or something insane like that. So I, I gave can up you on fly that around idea. on one of those things? You can, like a which hot makes air sense. Balloon? They are yeah, a hot that's air balloon. kind of fun. I You're like that. Like you're like a magnate from the 1930s, like flying around in your <laughs> Zeppelin. I'm, I might, as the game progresses, I might figure out catching a Drifloon because it does seem fun. I know you guys don't like the look of them. I know they freak you out a little bit, I really but I thought it like might be cool. I don't, it's not even about the look. It's about the fact that it's a ghost that kidnaps children and knows two moves called Spit Up and Swallow. Right. Uh, sounds like a Pokemon that would scare put the fear of God into my enemies. So that sounds great. <laughs> but you can only catch it on a Friday. So I was like, well, I'm not getting this. And, I'm, you know, Friday is not going to come before I record with the boys. So oh, yeah. anyway. I've got good news. Togetic can learn yes. to fly and is a man. Oh, okay. All right. right well, yeah. now can I just shift to my other rant? Let me just get these rants out of the way. <laughs> All right. Okay. Because oh, this is the yeah. big rant. I always enjoy you guys make an effort with every new generation to have a bit of a theme to your team, right? And like, uh-huh. you know, maybe some restrictions. One of us more restrictions than the other. Here are the, right, here's exactly, here's my take on what's going on. This time, Josh's character in, uh, in the game is someone who likes nice Pokemon that are good. Yeah, exotic, beautiful Pokemon. Battling and, and, and then are, right, exotic oh, and my cool. team really looks good this week too. Right. You just like hot ass Pokemon. Now, if you yeah. were playing someone who's crippled and like you could only have like total hotties, that might be weird because then you would have this kind of like freak team of beautiful Pokemon, right? Sick slow punches. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah. That okay. Meanwhile, Tanner, so you're, you're so you're you're a fan of Josh's character. It's fine. I mean, like it's a, it's a good bit, and to me, right? You know, he's. I'm just saying, Josh has got such an advantage on you because you have chosen the most insane <laughs> restriction of all time, <laughs> which is human type Pokemon only. But then you'll say things like yeah. Togekiss. Which is basically <laughs> just like a fairy bird, which is not no, human at I all. No, I said togetic. Oh, togetic, oh, togetic counts. <laughs> because Togekiss does not count. No, togetic is a man. To- togekiss is a bird. <laughs> togetic is not a man. That's a bit of a yeah. stretch. Togetic just doesn't you have a tail. Kadabra? <laughs> the Kadabra controversy of a couple of episodes ago? Man. With its fucking giant thorax, and then you finally were like, oh, yeah, no, this is not even humanoid. <laughs> well, I evolved him into an Alakazam, so now he is a man. I'm just worried, guys. That's all. Yeah. I'm just a little worried about what Tanner has done. Yeah. I, I don't know how it's going, Tanner. Maybe you have this badass team, and if so, like, I'll eat my hat. Obviously. Yeah, I'd say we're badasses. Just a, bad, a bunch of badass boys who love to go out and have bevs. It just stress. kick back, have fun. Imagine, yeah, and also Togetic again, like this a, a club, a happiness Pokemon. Like, but whatever, <laughs> one of the boys. But just, I just don't. It stresses me out sometimes. Where you're just like, ugh. Piplup couldn't even evolve. Set myself up for failure. It's, it's stressful. I mean, you, you heard I alluded to one of like my thought process going into the season last episode, where I thought about doing only evolutions. Yeah, that would have been cool. But even that is too crazy for like, you don't get one until so late in the game. So what's the explanation for the setup? Call yourself like, Evie Stevie. Well, right. I mean, that's what I was going to do. But that was too extreme. And then it was like, I'm going to be a cat lady. And then I'm only going to have cats. And then it's like, there are like four cats. And then you have to trade Persians and shit. You just got to embrace it. I have a life. I can't like do. I can't live like that. You just have to embrace the chaos. The the culmination of all of that was Brie Van Der, where I was like, I'm going to have an interesting theme, but I'm not going to totally lose my mind. Listen, Steve and his boys are just here to party and have a good time and see Sinnoh, you know? It's not all about partying. It's not all about, like, getting drunk and having fun. It's about, like, seeing this great nation we live in. Fair enough. Really learning, really exploring it, really meeting the people out there. I just, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it's like you guys have a balanced thing going on. You each have like restrictions. This time it's just Josh gets to just pick cool Pokemon, and Tanner can basically only play with certain weirdos. (laughs) It's just a little stressful. Well, we have roughly the same number. Strangely, yours is like totally subjective as well, though. Like you're like, oh, I've decided that Mewtwo is no. I haven't done any of that. Fine, I haven't done any of that. Other than Psyduck, I think you've disputed. Yeah, but all the other ones are like very clearly based in an a pet, You've defended like Psyduck. an animal that a, a rich person could own. Right. Your Psyduck defense makes sense. I think. I think any yeah. Pokemon that's cute, any Pokemon that's not just a like a normal like woodland creature, like it's a psychic duck, and it's a Golduck now. I don't know. Yeah, and Golduck obviously very fancy based on a legendary it's got monster. That prized yeah. gem, harvesting the gem. Yeah. All right, David. Thank you. Rant over. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great rant. Yes, rant over. I might have one more in me, but I, that was. Oh, the I, hope I just so. I just listened to the show, and I you know I get to bother you guys with my thoughts, but this I was just like I'll just bring this to the show. Right, right, right. When we appreciate it, you know. I think if the, we need more rants on the show, if anything. Right. So we started our journey in Hearthome, 
city. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And we headed, uh, which direction did we head? East. East? It's open to us now that we've defeated Fantina, banished her. Right. Um, but now we've got our bike, too, so we can, like, zip around, which is really nice. And then we make our way east towards Route 209. There's just kind of, like, a bunch of... Um, well, Route 209 is is really long, right? Like, this is all Route 209 until you get to Salacian Town. Yeah. It's kind of a wandering, meandery route. There's a bunch of, lots like, of trainers pits. and lots of grass and lots of berries and lots of pits. Some bridges. Yeah, bridges, lots of right? bridges, bridges and, like... Your idiot rival bumps into you here, too. Wait, which rival? Don or... Ray Perduce. The... Or Bad Josh. Oh, Bad Josh. Right, I mean, right. it was like a nothing battle. I crushed him. At the end of it, he's like, oh, I guess that you've learned from my strategy, which is to use, quote, use powerful attacks and make sure they don't miss. Yeah. He's a dumbass. Thanks for the thanks for the tip. Worst rival yet. This guy is a failure. Thanks for explaining the premise of the goddamn game. <laughs> <laughs> there's other stuff happening in route 209 but at, at this point on the first journey through there's not much we can do about it there's the towers the two towers that um yeah. tolkien wrote about this is where he got his inspiration <laughs> the hallowed tower and the lost tower yeah just rewatched that this last weekend actually those are good oh, good wow. films it's holding up really well i thought those were good films extended editions in ultra hd whatever that is uh yeah H- hoochie Mama. i watched all of those on my Sunday evening movie nights recently, and then transitioned into the Hobbit films, which when I saw the Hobbit films in the theaters, I was like, I like these. Mm. And then when I tried to rewatch them after Lord of the Rings, I was like, these are unwatchable. Yeah. And look, I have to turn them off. You can't, you, I don't. You can't hold them up to the Lord of the Rings because that was, you know, they made a lot of mistakes with those movies. I'm soft defenders of those movies because. There's some fun stuff. There's it, there's a lot of weird silliness on the margins there, but I loved them when they were in theaters. But then watching them right after Lord of the Rings, it's like this is very bad. Yeah, that's tough. I think I never had a good experience because I rewatched all of the original trilogy before I saw like The Hobbit in theaters, and then I just immediately did. Josh, like most it. people did. They came out like 20 years before. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Oh, anyway, so the, the, we can't go to the tower. We can go to the towers, but there's not much to not do much there, and you're to told do. like you need to go to get defog or something. Hallowed like that. tower, you can't even do anything with except that like keystone. You like put a keystone in it. Oh right, and then nothing happens. Right, right. Do you, do we know what's going on with Hollow Tower? Like you can catch a spiritum hmm? from it, which is definitely not a human. I don't even know what that is. It's ugly. It's like a swirling mass. It's very freaky Pokemon. It's like Lovecraftian. Yeah. Yeah. It like flays your mind to even look at it. Right. It's like a rock that then has like a pink swirling face with green eyes and I don't know. It's weird. And you have to like you insert the odd keystone into the tower and then you have to and then it's like an underground related side quest where like you have to talk to a bunch of characters down there. Talk to the other players in the underground 32 times. Ugh. And then go back to the hallowed tower, and then you get a, a level twenty five spiritum will battle you. I'm sensing from the the no thanks disdainful size that we've got another David's ranty coming here about the underground. <laughs> no, it's not a rant because that would be too rude. But yeah, the underground. 
it's just a lot of stuff. It's too much. I heard it's good, but like, yeah, we're expected to deal with like a whole other layer of Sinnoh and like you randomly get good items. But like now that we got to the department store, we have access to all these like secret base options now. And I know that the secret bases happen underground. It's like, do I have to go back down there? Should I like be down there exploring things? But it's just like, I don't have the time. I got to level Pokemon, you know? I think that the game is just throwing a lot at you kind of quickly. Yeah. And it might be, maybe it's better if you staggered it a little bit, but right. They're just sort of like contest, poffins, go underground. Like, I, and I'm just like, guys, guys, I'm still trying to just figure out like six Pokemon. Right. Yeah. That yeah. I want to catch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but, right. but I, I appreciate that you got to keep things frisky. You know, you want to. You don't want to just like do the you know the same basic game every time. So I get that. I get that. Yeah. Just dole it out a little bit more. I know what happens next, which is like they start playing around with weird evolutions, like the the whole like Max Pokemon and Z yeah Mega evolutions and all that kind of Gigantamax. Uh yes. And I don't I don't know if like environmental like quirks is more fun than evolutionary quirks, but. I feel like I've heard a lot of of people making hay about how frustrated they are about the gimmicks in the Pokemon games. And I guess there's like, there's no winning for them. Yeah, there's no winning. Like, I like the Mega Evolution. I don't like Dynamax. And I think it's like aesthetics, which is arbitrary. Like, there's so many like ways you can slice it up. Like, I'm sure there are people who love contests and that's fine. Yeah. But like we just can't there's so many things. I don't You have to choose. I don't like the mega evolutions, although I haven't played I've only seen them really in Pokemon Go. I've never played is that X and Y? I can't remember which one. Yeah, I think so. That. Yeah. Maybe it's better in game. I don't know. The Gigantamax I have played Sword and Shield. It, it's fine, but it you know, again, usually these things just you just know they're not going to last, and that's usually what happens. Right? They don't carry right. over from game to game because that's the problem. People are like, eh, whatever. Like the things that carry over are the things that are good, like breeding, you know, eggs. Like that carried over because that became like a crucial aspect of the game. That's cool. Well, it's like whatever the pro circuit attaches to. I feel like is the things that that then carry over to the the next gens. Because, like, they're the people carrying the flame on all these games, you know? Right. Right. Where are we? We're 209. Yeah, we're... Yeah, we're... Trying to go into Lost Tower, but, like, there's a guy... I think at this point there's a guy blocking the door, and he's like, you gotta go get Defog. Gets foggy up there. An HM. Is it... It's Defog an HM? Yeah, HM05. It's an HM. Wow. Like, they they did us the favor of making Flash a TM, (laughs) but then they're like, here's an equally bad and useless... HM to replace Flash. I think it's arguably worse. It's not a good move at all. I taught it to my fucking Togepi because I was just like, no, thank you. Brevander finally like evolved her Wormpool to get a Beautifly, and then I taught it to Beautifly, and then I boxed it, and I'm never gonna see it again. Oh yeah, it reduces a target's evasion. Like that's what it does. Yeah, yeah. it's so, like, like the opposite of Flash. Of double teams or whatever. Because Flash right. just lowers the opponent's accuracy and this lowers their evasiveness it's like okay flash is just sand attack I mean, flash it's fine i know what that is it's not great but it, you know yeah hurting accuracy is fine but yeah defog making them easier to hit i mean that's that's a very specific situation right i think in a in a move that's probably very insulting to many pokemon fans my starter pokemon piplup mr hilliard has become <laughs> my hm friend sick 
He knows that is Flash. He knows Defog. Truly sick of you. I mean, I almost admire it because it's like you have a Pokemon that in the world of this game is this astonishing rarity. It's like a Pokemon no one can catch. Yeah, It evolves into like a fucking amazing, you know, creature. And you're just like, yeah, but it's got a tiny tail. So whatever. I'm going to keep it a baby and I'm going to teach it all my HM moves. So that's something deal with that. But he's, you know, he did a good job of defogging the Lost Tower. It could turn into a penguin with a trident on its face, Tanner. Yeah, I won't let him. Doesn't that sound cool? No, I'm I'm that guy who's like, I'm that toxic friend, or sorry, Steve Human's that toxic friend who's like, no, man, like, don't change for anyone. Like, just keep partying. Keep having fun, man. <laughs> yeah. So then we, so so we made our way up Route 209 to Salacian. Salacian? Salacian. Salacian. Who, uh, town. Uh, who knows? Salacian. Yeah, I don't know. Salacian. I like Solacean. Which is a place with lots of stuff. Yeah, this looks like a fun place to hang out in. Oh, yeah. yeah. This seems like a sort of nice chill town. Yeah, there's this new trainer type that's all like cowboys and cowgirls, mm-hmm. which I was into. Yes. They're like, I reckon you look like a fun time. That's and I love that Steve Human loved them because you know that everywhere Steve Human and his posse goes, they're playing Kid Rock's Cowboy on repeat, on blast. Cowboy. Everywhere they go. So we rolled into town, all these cowgirls and cowboys. And we're like, hey, buddies, put a little uh, hip hop in your southern rock with us over here. I like them. It's a real down to earth town. Yeah. Joshua, David, I would love to hear about what you thought about Salacian Town. Would you? Just a, a cool spot. I like that. After the this break. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Waiting for David to fall for it, at least, not me. <sighs> Salacian Town, David and Joshua, mm-hmm. home of the daycare center. Finally, we can breed our Pokemon. And Joshua, there's a Pokemon I'm interested mm. in hearing about. Did you do any breeding with Lopunny? I mean, I'm sure all the Pokemon there want to breed with Lopunny, but sure. Lopunny is not breeding at the moment. Mm-hmm. I did bring Duchess. I trotted Duchess out, the Eevee. Duchess, in the, in the classic style of... Uh, you know, purebred horses was um was breeding with a ponita. <laughs> that seems oh. uh, like a mismatch. Wow. I will say, just right sea now. biscuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the what's the end game of breeding ponita and Eevee? It's constantly Eevees. Just there's so many Eevees running around. You're just pumping out Eevees. That's yeah, this thing. is Brie Vandeur's like. You know, this is how she keeps the income flowing. Right. Like, while she's out on adventures, she has to have a stable of, like, Pokemon that can just feed her money. Right. And so it's Eevees. So she's an Eevee. She's just constantly breeding Eevees. What's Joe Exotic's park called? Greater Wynwood Exotic Animal Park. That's that's what you've turned Salacian Town into. That's right. It's yeah. just sort of this sprawling park where you've got all your ponytas and Eevees while uh, running free. And isn't that kind of nice to think about? David, are you uh, you fucking around with 
breeding at all? No, I haven't bred. I've, I chucked a I chucked a Shellos into the breeder because I like the look of Shellos. Yeah, Shellos is kind of cute. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's sort of like, like a it. a worm version of Lapras. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's a wormy Lapras. I like the look. I mean, Gastrodon is just sort of a bananas looking thing. I don't know. I was just kind of like. I love its big eyes. Yeah, it's one of those things where my breeder uh, picks. It's usually where I'm like, look, I'm not sure I want to put the work in on this guy, but let let's see what you come up with. If I like leave him <laughs> here for a while, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. So I put in a Shellos. I can't. I think I put in a Rotom or something else. One of those weirdos in my box. A uh, Shellos and a and Rotom. I, you know, now. I'll check in on him. Yeah. I just like Solacian Town. The motto of Solacian Town: free of worry. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay sounds chill they have the newspaper they've got the breeders apart from that cow some pokes. trees some houses it's like margaritaville cave, some cow pokes it is like margaritaville yeah it's chill i feel like if there's a gym then half the people are like oh you know our gym leader is uh, mr jim you know mr mr man and he he loves to punch you in the face and you're like all right but like solaceum town everyone's just like don't worry be happy they don't have a care in the maybe world maybe town needs a gym and maybe steve human's the gym leader yeah just sort of laid back, loves to like listen to Kid Rock, loves to have fun. Absolutely. You come in, there's no other gym trainers in there. It's just Steve Human and his buds, and they're like, come have a drink. We'll do a Pokemon battle. It's just you a bar. Take on some of my buds. <laughs> it's just a bar. It's like, cheers. You go in, and they're like, ah, You just norm. have a drinking contest. Yeah. That's cool. That's how you win. I like Solo C in town too. Yeah, that's fun. I did not do any breeding for once again. So I this is what the third game, fourth game that we've had the option to do breeding in. Yeah. And I just like I've never bred a Pokemon. Because I'm not gonna like send my my boys and my girls in there to do breeding. That's well, you have to plan ahead. Well, I'm not gonna send human beings in there to do breeding with Pokemon, Josh. Sick. Oh my god sick well you'd have to send two of your humans in there well i guess if they're into it that's like the late show that's what they put on late at night in solacion the only other major landmark in solacion town is the the newspaper yes the pokemon press these like yellow journalists what makes you say that they just like are always looking for picture they want to see one Pokemon every day, and who knows what kind of dirt they're, they've got on someone that they need these Pokemon. You don't get it to them in 24 hours, then they're going to switch to something else. They got to just get the story out. Yeah. It's very like, get me pictures of the Spider-Man, uh, you know? J-Jenner. Like, it's just some fucking old-timey dude yeah. who's just like, bring me a Skuntank, or it's your ass. They asked me to bring me something, and I... I wouldn't i couldn't because it's not a man it wasn't a man whatever they asked for so right i am forfeit from the pokemon newspaper agency but did either of you try to uh try to tackle this challenge no i, just, I mean <laughs> i no i gave them a. I mean i showed them something they were like eh. i gave them a starly they wanted a starly at one point and that was easy because they're everywhere i just gave them a starly and then i got like three like level balls i think or timer balls so they just give you interesting pokeballs they give you three random pokeballs is there a chance that any of them is like a good pokeball like the master ball no okay not that good so what's the point well i mean it's like if you're out 
Like, I, I just saw Starly and I was like, all right, well, fuck it. I'll catch a Starly and see what happens here. Right. But I, I don't think it's worth going out of your way to, like, get their thing. Because no. it's not, you're never going to get, like, a Master Ball. Right. You're just going to get some of these, like, bespoke balls. Right. But it's random. So. The thing, another, this is a mini ramp. You know, whenever the TV crews are around and they're like, tell us some words that you, you know, describe your your experience. Oh, God, I hate and You have those to like dudes. go through that whole drop down menu. That's always so annoying. Yeah. This is less annoying than that. But I will say, I still feel like Pokemon has not quite captured the spirit of uh, of news in its world. <laughs> right. The, the, quite how, how, how word spreads. It's weird that like right now it's just like here we are with uh, trainer David. What do you say, trainer? And I'm like, my Kadabra is beautiful. And they're like, wow, what right. a scoop! 7 p.m. Like you know, I'm like, okay. You, every flickering TV you encounter from then on is like, trainer Agringus D says, my Kadabra is beautiful. <laughs> says shiny. Hello, like you know, because you can just pick any right. words and yeah. they're like, oh, it's great. Thank you so much. It's weird and that, that how coherent the sentence is. It doesn't even matter. Like, you don't get better coverage if you're saying a real thing versus just saying, like, big pants. It's such a nonsense <laughs> mechanic that's held over for, like, a couple generations now, right? Was that gold and silver that that first happened in? They brought it in on Ruby and Sapphire. Was it Ruby and Sapphire? It's just like, why would that why would that carry over into this game? Like, I, I don't think there's ever anything you get out of it. There's interviewers still, like the trainer type. Right. Just everywhere. And it's like, I don't do it anymore. I used to try. The real attraction in Silesian town is the ruins. There's kind of this um, circuitous path to the east of, of Silesian that like you have to go jump over like little cliffs and find your way to the cave, which is the Silesian ruins. Right. You walk in and there's a, a engraving on the wall. And I don't know about you two, but I've become pretty adept at reading transcribing unknown <laughs> language into human english i can just sort of read it now oh really yeah okay that's crazy you guys can't look at it that and read it now i did on some of them maybe if i wanted to like one of them looks like it says very clearly all lives and i was like i'm not gonna keep reading that one oh <laughs> <laughs> is unknown canceled? it looks like it literally is saying all lives and then i i just got i ran out of there i didn't want to see what happens next <laughs> the the inscription at the bottom of the cave is weird it's like this weird like haiku about lives and i i didn't quite understand what it meant but you do get a lot of good loot down there oh yeah you get some good loot i mean you get defog but then you get rare candy you get uh what fire water stones right you get some stones you get a, all the elemental stones you get a bunch of like cool shit when you walk in there are some instructions it says like top left bottom right bottom left which you can use to navigate the sort of like cave system to get to the very bottom right there's only a couple of dudes in here one who won't attack you and one who will but they're both pretty easy easy to take care of but what you do find at the bottom of the the caves is the hm for defog right which you need to get into the the lost tower well you don't but and then when you make your way back out if you talk to those dudes again one of them's like will you just teach defog to my pokemon and you're like yeah why why wouldn't i and it got me thinking, like, why aren't there just, like, HM shops? 
where it's like, yeah, I have the eight HMs here, and like you can just come in and pay me a hundred dollars, and I'll teach HM to one of your Pokemon. That's a scheme. It's also the thing which is so weird, where it's like, oh, you know, you can only uh, now that you've uh, gotten Defog or Fly, now you you know you can now you can use it. You've beaten the gym leader. Oh, and how do I get Fly? I don't know. Someone's gonna give it to you. Yeah. Like you know, it's not like you can go to the store. It should be something that everyone can buy. You'll find it in some warehouse, right? Oh, surf? Yeah, I don't know. It's at the bottom of a cave. Make sure you don't die trying to get it. <laughs> anyway, you have the power to use it. Now, you know, like, it's, it's, these right. games just are weird with the hidden machines. They should just be a public utility. Nationalize HMs. But this dude, this dude, like, blew that wide open because he's just like, can you just, like, teach that HM to my Pokemon? And you're like, yeah, I don't have any issue with that. Why would I not do that? Right. And you do, and it's fine. Yeah. And he's, he's very gracious. But here, I mean, and this is my last ramp. But here's the problem. And I think you guys have to agree with me. And I think, Tanner, you have something to say about it. But enough with unknown. Unknown. Oh whatever. God. Enough. Unknown. Enough. Drop it. Stop yeah. making me deal with these shitty Pokemon that know no moves and are weak and have no purpose. And the only thing that's cool about them is they look like a letter. I don't They're care. They're disgusting little worms. And they might spell out a swear. And they are my, you make me bar Pokemon of the week. Oh, okay. Because why wouldn't they be? They're disgusting. They have to be. Disgusting little wormy letters who might spell swears. And I'm, that's fun. And I like it when they spell swears. But that is, that is the ultimate challenge. Yeah. Can I run a full Unown team? Uh, I, is, is such a, I don't think could so. Could you run one? Is anything like would they, they can't have anything learn to do? anything? They All only they have ever is hidden power. Hidden power, right? Which stinks. Yeah, you could not run that team. I mean, you could. You would have to get lucky, and they each have a hidden power that's like a different type. But like, you would get crushed. I mean, these things suck. They're awful. Awful to look at. They're all level one hundred. Terrible stats. But then anyone who has a level one hundred, everything else is going to crush you. Yeah, but like you could get through a game. No, no Pokemon trainer in this game has a level 100 pokemon i yeah i guess you could you would just have to put in so many man hours to get each of those six unknown to level 100 then it's just like i mean something's maybe maybe a future maybe a future snapped uh, <laughs> at that point yeah <laughs> i'm kind of hoping that this is maybe the last game we ever have to deal with unknown in but um i doubt that's that's going to be the case we can't lose these fucking things. So anyway, you get a bunch of stuff down here. You get HM05 Defog. You get the Mind Plate, which I immediately gave to Kadabra, who's, well, we'll get to it when we get to level check. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's boring. As all of the Unknown ruins are, it's boring. Very boring. And the Unknowns are gross. I mean, at least in this one, you get, like, some good stuff. It's the best ruin so far. Yeah. But it's a low bar. But now we can finally get into the Lost Tower, which is the Pokemon graveyard of this game. And it's got this neat effect on it where everything is foggy and you can barely make out where you're going, except not really. You can easily make out where you're going. But still, if you teach a Pokemon defog, you can uh, defog the entire place and navigate slightly easier Right, which I did. I, I taught it to Piplup, Mr. Hilliard. Yeah, I, I trained it to that beautifully I mentioned. Yeah. And then you make your way to the top of the tower. I, I, it, was there a point to Lost Tower? I can't even remember now. You don't have to do it, I think. But there's a bunch of trainers in here, and there's wild Pokemon. There's like Ghastlies and Haunters and Zubats and shit. And then at the top, you get... Uh, this is a difference. Diamond and Pearl, apparently, these two... 
guardians give you cleanse tag and HMO4 for strength. Okay. But in platinum, we get a cleanse tag and a spell tag. Yes. Boring. Lost Tower is boring. Northward to route 210, which is uh, fairly uh, uneventful route, except there is, as David's virtual background on our Zoom call illustrates, a little cafe up here called the Cafe Cabin. And outside of Mm -hmm. the Cafe Cabin Mm -hmm. is a route north that is blocked by a number of angry Psyducks who will not let you through because they're all suffering from headaches. They're very obstinate. Yeah. They are not inclined to move at all. Right. Very relatable. And then you head into Cafe Cabin and you learn a bit a little bit more about these guys and it turns out that they're just, uh, they're pissed. They're pissed because their heads hurt. But you can buy some Moo Moo Milk in here if you want. Uh, the Moo Moo Milk is apparently making everyone very aggressive because there's also like casual Pokemon battles that can happen inside this uh, this cafe cabin as well. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Someone warns you when you walk in. They're like, the diners here are pretty horny. They're like, they're rowdy. They're ready to they're ready to battle. Fucking riled up on Moo Moo Milk. Kind of ridiculous considering you're indoors in like a crowded restaurant. Right? Like there are people just like, all right, go Gyarados, like and like you know. <laughs> Having right. or do you go outside maybe to have your go fight? Snorlax and like it's just the, the entire cafe is just filled with Snorlax, <laughs> right? Milk everywhere. <laughs> I did buy a number of milks. They asked me if I wanted to buy milk, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll take some milks. They're good." I did too, actually. I feel like Moo Moo Milk is not a bad status effect. I think it's a hundred. It's good. It's like a hundred hit points. points. It's I... the best we can buy right now. Right. Yeah, I feel like in Gold and Silver, they introduce it too late, but here it's good. Exactly. But it, it's just weird that it's also from Zelda, that there's Moo Moo Milk in both. It doesn't matter. Oh, uh, right, right. Anyway. That is weird. I feel like Nintendo does that a lot with their shit. Because mm. the guy who sells Moo Moo Milk in, in, in Zelda looks like Mario, right? Lon Lon Milk. I guess yeah, he looks a little. Whatever. I don't know, yeah. Lon Lon Ranch. Yeah. And there's that Moo Moo Meadows anyway, course sorry. in Mario Kart with the Moo Moos. Yeah. Something's... Something's up with these cows. So anyway, we, we get through Route 210, and we find our way to Route 215, which is a long route. Once again, there's all these like bridges and valleys and trainers who are like f- fighter boys and trees you have to cut down and cliffs, and it's all very like confusing to navigate. It's got that like Route 119 energy from Hoenn, which I loved, like the Weather Institute one, where it's like raining intermittently, got good music. The one thing, well, I had two things to say about this. Yeah. What's with those dudes who just run around and they don't battle you? Yeah. You notice this? It's such a weird thing. You can't, like, you could just talk to them and they're just bragging about running. Randos in buildings will battle you in this game. Like even in Poké Centers, you'll occasionally come, come across someone who's like, let's fucking battle right here. Yeah. But then like these dudes who are just running around will not battle you. They'll just talk about jogging. And- <laughs> And they look like campers, like yeah. the camper trainer. So it's like, you, you're not even in like a, where's the Nike running clothes? <laughs> you know? Devin running Devin clothes. Corp running. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if the game was sort of trying to tell me that like, this is actually all one person. 
like you keep running into the same guy, oh. you know, running ahead of you. But no, I don't think I. I thought there was going to be some weird thing where at the if I talked to all of them at the end something would happen, but nothing happened. Yeah, me too. Weird. Nothing. There's the um, the super tall grass on this route as well that you cannot bike through. Right. So you got to take these little paths, which puts you head to head with some of these uh, cowboy and and karate and running trainers. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting mix of a. Uh trainer types that's Sinnoh and that's Sinnoh Josh yeah all of the interesting people and all the interesting cultures of Sinnoh and that's exactly what Steve Human and his buddies are out here to discover you know yeah yeah it makes sense that you guys are hitting the town because there's just a lot to do in Sinnoh a lot of people yeah, see it all to talk to right a lot of <laughs> landscapes I don't know. Uh, so we make our way through Route 215. There's there's a lot to do here. There's lots of the berry patches and, and trees, and I did a lot of uh, leveling and catching of Pokemon Definitely. here. Joshua, did you encounter any um, handsome little Pokemon that you want to talk about on Route 215? I have one that I was pretty taken aback by, and I think... I'm standing by it, but I want to get your thoughts on Joshi's Sweetie this week that I encountered in a trainer battle. Shielden. Shielden. Shield on. Shield on. I don't know. Shield. I think Shielden. Young Sheldon. Young Shielden. Coming on Shielden. CBS soon. Right. Bazinga. <laughs> Bazinga. This thing's a sweetie. Look at its like resolute little face yeah. and its like big dome head. I like it. I like it too. I'm confused because I thought the entire premise of Pokemon Sword Shield was we're going to introduce these new Pokemon and one of them is a sword and one of them is a shield and they're dogs. And it's like, well, there's already a dog shield Pokemon, and its name is Shieldon. <laughs> well, that's a good point. What happened to Shieldon? Shieldon's cute. Here's how cute I think Shieldon is. When I encountered this trainer that you're talking about, Tanner, I like had zoned out. I must have been like watching TV and playing Pokemon. I saw the yeah. Shieldon and I was like, ooh, cool. And I threw a Pokeball at it, which is of course <laughs> a major faux pas. You know, the trainer blocks your Pokeball. It's like, don't be a thief. And then I could t- I think I did not notice that that had happened, assumed I had just not caught him and threw a second Pokeball at oh him my God. before realizing like <laughs> what a jerk I was being in the game. This trainer's like, like, what the fuck, man? Cool Pokemon, man. And I'm just like trying to snag him. <laughs> I have him. to have that shielded. <laughs> right. And then instead I like lay waste to him, I guess. I just looked up the evolution of Shieldon. Decidedly less cute. Yeah. Cool though. Bestiodon. Yeah. It is cool. It, it sort of has got the... Um, He's cool. What's the middle evolution of Aaron? Laron. Uh, Laron. Laron. It's kind of got Laron vibes a little bit, except it's got a big yeah. shield face. It would face. be fun to raise a Bastiodon and a Gastrodon, the ev- evolution of Shellos. That is fun. You have two Dons. Oh, yeah. A couple of Dons. The Dons. This is a shout out to the underground as well, because it's a fossil Pokemon. You can only get it from digging up the fossil in the underground. Ugh, who's got the time? And Tanner, here's... And for bug catchers who haven't played this, apparently the Orboro Mining Museum is where their fossil resurrection technology is. So that gives a justification for that fucking place being in business. That terrible museum. Yeah, the worst museum. Uh, finally, we've made our way to Veilstone City, the end game of this leg of the journey. Yeah. It's this game's version of Celadon City. It's got the department store. It's got the game corner. It's got everything. Yeah. Everything is here. Also, like a bunch of craters with like moon rocks in it which they haven't explained quite yet. And also the Team Galactic headquarters are here, plus the Team Galactic warehouse. Yeah, they got like an obviously shady warehouse. 
Can't go to it yet, though. So clearly have just taken Celadon City and brought it into this game. Everything, every, all the stuff from Celadon City is here, except now it's called Veilstone City. Right. There's not a lot that's accessible at this point yet. You can go into the Team Galactic headquarters, but you can't get very far. You can just sort of like check in with the receptionist, and she's like, welcome to Team Galactic headquarters. Like, we're not evil. And then you try to make your way to the warehouse, which you've, you've heard some rumors that the HM for Fly is in there. But if you try to get too close, some Team Galactic grunts shove you away, a la Bad Josh and Gen 2. Mm-hmm. Your only real option is either to go to the department store, which I did, the game corner, which I did, right. or the gym, which I did. Same. How was your game corner experience? Meh. I took one look at the cost of unlocking anything, and I walked right back up. Same. It's astronomical. It's 10,000 coins just to get, like, Ice Beam now. Right. Just a stunning and unreasonable amount for these TMs. Yeah. Can really only buy them in the end game when you just have more money than you know what to do but with. But also just... Fuck the game corners as well. I look. I, I appreciate the tradition of keeping them around, but like, I have no illusions that I'm actually gonna like be able to figure out how to win money on these things. Yeah. Oh. This one's same. a little better than last time, but it's come on. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna beat the house. I bought 500 coins and I I spent about 20 <laughs> minutes just dropping coins in a machine and netted out with like 600 coins and it's like that's not that's not sustain that's not scalable. You know, I can't. Right. I'm not gonna exactly. win any. I'm not gonna win big on this. So I went up to the um, department store, which is great in this game. They've got lots of cool stuff. They've got... I love the department store. Berries for sale for the first time, which is really cool. You go downstairs and they're like, yeah, we got berries for sale. If you can't find good berries, we got them, which is cool. God, I love it. It's well designed. Like It's got an elevator on every floor. So you can just you can go into the basement and see what's up, and then you can just jet all the way up to whatever floor you want. Yeah, they've got lots of good TMs. Uh, so many vendors. Well, they've got lots of shitty TMs. One of the sellers is like, I've got lots of TMs and they're all bad, and then the other seller is like, I've got lots of TMs and they're all great. It's like the big hitters, like Blizzard and Solar Beam and Hyper Beam and all that kind of stuff. Right. Which I bought some of. Yeah, me too. Which you guys will experience when I oh great whale them on you during our battles which we should get to in a moment yeah so once we make our way out of the department store the only other landmark in veilstone city is veilstone gym which is the fighter type gym run by maylene yeah kind of a fun gimmick here where you're pushing around punching bags punching bags yeah i played this last night at about midnight and i was watching lovecraft country at the same time and was finding it very hard to pay attention to where these bags were going as ghosts were screaming at me on the TV. Do you like that show? Yeah. I, you a fan of that show? I haven't watched I it. I read about half the book and then got distracted and never finished the book. And then once the TV show came, I was like, okay, great. I'll just watch the TV show instead. So it's good for that. It's good for finishing the book at least. For sure. I didn't read the book, but I had the same response to the TV show, which is that I got distracted and I did not finish it. It's fun. There's lots of fun ghosts. It's completely hit or miss with the fucking pacing. What? It sets itself up that it's making a big grand storyline. And then it just turns into like bottle episodes and you have no fucking idea. Like, where is anyone? What time the is it ever? The bottle episodes are kind of fun though. I just, I just watched the one where he was in Korea and like he... That one's good. Was, the Korea one is good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, watch Lovecraft Country. Or don't. 
Or don't. Who cares? <laughs> I made fairly quick work. I had, I had two psychic Pokemon on my team and a ghost type. So I made fairly quick work of this gym. Yeah. Yeah. They're little Machokes and Machamps and, and whatnot. Had, had nothing on and... me. Krogunks. Yeah. This one was easy because I had Staravia yeah. for wing attack. And then I have Psyduck who became a Golduck in this gym with confusion. Ooh, peck that little peck that little gym off his head and and sell it as a aphrodisiac. Once once Brevander can find a buyer, yeah, you know I don't know what's gonna happen to that gym. David, this gym, any trouble for you? Not at all. I have two psychic Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, so it was easy. Honestly, what was most difficult was just figuring out how to like push all the little bags around oh my God. to get right. to all my guys. But I mean, yeah. after I figured that out, you know, it was just, you know, just some good final leveling for me. Yeah. To get a couple guys evolved. I had to get a couple guys. I have uh two Pokemon that evolve at level four. Let's 33. not beat around the bush. David, let's talk about your Pokemon. Yeah. Let's sounds like we're checking levels. Let's get into it. Let's talk about level check. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Okay, so I've got. Some, I think I've got some guys that you've got, and uh, maybe a couple that you don't. Um, it's not the most sexy team in the world, but it's doing okay. Tell us about them. I've got a Monferno. Uh, I, I started with a Chimchar as well, mm-hmm. uh, as you, Josh. I usually pick the fire type because fire types are usually the most scarce. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think that's definitely true here in, in the game at large. So, And Monferno is fun and fighting mm-hmm. fighting is good. You know, fighting's, there's so many dark Pokemon these days. It's always good to have a fighting type. Monferno's called Elaine. I got a female. Venice. I, the naming, I just named them any name that popped into my head. I just like the idea that she's called Elaine. All right. Um, so she's cool. Do you like you like your Monferno? I still liking her. Yeah, I was hoping it would be an Infernape by now because it evolved pretty early, but they went back to the no, level but it's 36, a 36 traditional yeah. starter evolution. Okay, so I've got Elaine. All right, I've got Steve, who is my Luxray. Just a cool-ass Pokemon. Cool-ass Pokemon named after a cool-ass dude. Steve. <laughs> Steve Human. That's right. I was uh, yes. I, that was that was totally. Uh, I had talked to Steve McQueen that day. I wrote, a, "Please read my interview with Steve McQueen wow. on the Atlantic if you want." And I think that's why I called him Steve. I was thinking about Steve McQueen. All right, I've got um, a Roselia, oh my uh, who I call Forky. Oh, after my my wife and my favorite character. I could see that in Toy Story Four. Yeah. Um, Roselia, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if Roselia is going to make it for, I spent so long getting that Budu happy yeah. that I'm kind of sticking with Roselia, but I don't know. Do you still have yours, yep. Tanner, or did yours drop out? I still got him, Ms. Applebaum. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So I've got a uh, Huey who's my gold duck. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, much like you, I have a gold duck and much like you, it's named after a character from the Donald duck universe. We're basically facing a, the a mirror of each other almost. You know, there's only so. here's the two I have that I know you guys don't have or aren't using. Okay. I've got a, a, a knocked owl. That's what I settled on as my flyer. Yeah. I've never raised a knocked owl. I know you have, Josh. I remember. Did you have one last time? I think I did it in Gen 2. I can't remember. I would have can't done remember. it yeah. if I hadn't already done it, but I think knocked owl is pretty good. Knocked owl is a lot of fun. I was impressed. I was impressed. Wait, what's knocked owl's name? Uh, knocked owl's name is Hooter, Hooter. of course. Yeah. 
named after the restaurant. Yep. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then and then I've got a Bronzong. Oh yeah. Um, the psychic steel boy who also evolves at level thirty three. Josh. Oh. That's the evolution of Bronzor. Bronzor. Yes. He's called Bell Boy because he's a big. That's bell. gonna be annoying. Bronzong might be. He is fun. Bronzong. It's a cool name. Sounds like Bronze Dong. Psychic Steel? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. This guy, he's just tough. He's a tough boy. That thing's going to be a really fucking nightmare. Joshua, what's what's Breeder up to? Revender, uh, she's really enjoying this team. Um, they're, this is like a show team at this point. Okay. Almost all fully evolved. Taking them on the road. We've got Bonzo Monferno, also level 33. Yep. Simba is also now a Luxray, level 33. Mm-hmm. Silver, still a Staravia because it evolves at level 34, unfortunately. Oof. Scrooge, McGolduck, level 33. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of uh, interesting developments down here in the bottom half of the team. Lola Bunny is a low bunny. And I did it. Hachimachi! <laughs> I did it for you, Tanner. Hachimachi, David. I had a Brevender at an interested buyer. So I stuck it out on the friendship. Is that Pokemon good? Uh, it's not super useful right now, but I don't have right, a, I was right, so right. deep into it. It was level 29, and I was like, I gotta get this thing to a fucking... Yeah, the, the happiness Friendship thing. checker, like, slamming it, and it's always, like, one heart. But then Veilstone... There's a woman who gives massages for Pokemon. Yeah. So that put it over the edge. Yeah. In more ways than one uh, with Low Pony. But by then it was like level 31. And I was like, I don't have any time to train something else. So like I'm going into the battle with Low Pony. Um, it's got like quick attack, attract, yeah. foresight so that I can attack ghosts, which I thought one of you might have. Right. Jump kick, which is good because that's a fighting move. There's no way I'm going to end up with a low punny in the final team, but it's a shame. We'll have it for now. That lady who does Pokemon massages is a godsend. Yeah. For happiness evolutions. God, I couldn't have waited any longer. Yeah. David, I'm curious to hear what your opinions are vis-a-vis low punny and it's sort of rampant sexuality. Oh no, don't like it. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't like it. I don't like anything about low punny because <laughs> beyond the weird sexy bunny thing it's doing i don't like that it doesn't really have feet it just kind of has like sexy boots these sort of like stubs yeah that it walks on you know what i mean like it doesn't have any foot I'm looking at my virtual background right now and which is weird for a bunny i'm seeing feet <laughs> i'm seeing sexy feet no it's like it's standing <laughs> it's like in permanent like high sexy boots. boots yeah with no heel it doesn't make any sense and then those ears are just outrageous, and it's like, how the hell does this thing stay up? Like, how does it, like, walk around? Yeah. So, low punny kind of creeps me out. Not a big fan of low punny. Here's something else I'll tell you. Once it evolves, uh, because the sprites are animated in Platinum, yeah. once you send it out of the ball, it will look back. It turns its head to look back at you askance. Wow. And then it moves back to the front. Machi, machi. Like, it gives you a coy look. I'm like, Pokemon Company. Look at what you're doing. This is... Some fetishists made this one. Yeah. Like the whole design, the sound. When I sent Tanner the video of it evolving, because I knew he'd need it for whatever reason. Yeah. He's like, this it's battle cry is orgasmic as well. Yeah. It sort of does this orgasmic groan as it's battle cry. <laughs> it's like, oh. 
They've gone too far with low Don't plenty. Like I it. feel like they had to step it back after this one. They've gone too far. Yeah. And then the last one, which was another way I had to go far. Leafeon. Leafeon. Mitchell. Ooh, I love a Leafeon. Mitchell, level 33. So cool. Is this the first gen that Leafeon's in? Yes. Yes. I've never gotten to use it. I actually like the beta design that they leaked for like gold and silver where it has like root feet. Oh yeah. I thought was cool, but this is still this what a sweetie. I think Leafeon is a super sweetie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a fucking sweetie. I could have just given it a sweetie. I like a Leafeon. Yeah. They hatch at level one in this one, so I had to raise it from level one. Jesus. And it evolves on that I don't know if you noticed it, little mossy rock that's back in Eterna Forest. Right. So because we don't have fly. I also had to go all the way from fucking Solacean Town to Eternal Forest. What a hero. There goes my hero. Just to get a Leafeon. But Leafeons are cool. It's cool. It's fun. I'm excited to see it against both of you. He's ordinary. And Tanner. Steve Human. He's ordinary. Who we got? My buds. My drinking pals. No Pokemon. Just cool dudes. Right. Graveler, Mr. Schilling, level 33, has not evolved into Golem yet. I don't know how to evolve him into Golem. Is it a happiness? It's a trading type, trade which him. is why I Fuck thought me. you would have done it already. I didn't know that. I did. You obviously traded Alakazam. Yeah, I did some self-trading with my um, Soul Silver cart that I bought, but um, I didn't know that he was a trade evolution, so I'm going to have to do that for next week. Oh, that's a shame that you won't have a golem for this battle. Graveler, Mr. Schilling, level 33. Snorlax. Hey. Oh, my God. Mr. Coheed, level 33, named after at Evil Coheed Games on Twitter. Thank you, at Evil Coheed Games, for supporting the show. How did you do it? I'll tell you how I did it, Josh. How the hell? So the thing about Munchlax is that he needs, he shows up for someone, I can't quite remember who did it. Do you remember, Josh? Oh, it was uh, Josh underscore 98, a good Josh on the subreddit. Good Josh on the subreddit. Reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers. Told us that apparently the Munchlax only shows up in four trees in any given game. Based on your trainer ID. Jesus Christ. So I just tried my best. I went and, and honeyed a bunch of trees and went and went went back and like checked on them before work every day and after work every day. And eventually found a Munchlax at Valley Windworks. Wow. And caught it. And I think Munchlax is a happiness evolution. Yeah, it's friendship. I did feed it a couple um vitamins from the department store and managed to evolve it at like level 25 or something like that pretty good and now it's a snorlax and it's a he's a big beautiful boy and i love him big slow boy yeah drinking everyone else on your team under the table i bet oh yeah that dude can fucking hang <laughs> and then i've got alakazam ms dunn level 33 i, I did some self-trading between my 3DS and 2DS with the Soul Silver cart that I bought in anticipation of the next subseason. Spoiler alert. And then I've got Rosalia, who has finally evolved from Badu to Rosalia, Ms. Applebaum, level 33. There she is. And I got a new boy who I caught on Route 215. I caught a licky tongue, Mr. Taylor, named after at Mike Isn't Trash on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Mike Isn't Trash for supporting the show. Not trash to support the show. Licky Tongue has evolved into Licky Licky, and it's level 33. 
unbelievable to see a, a licky licky on the field. How do you evolve a licky tongue? Is that? Oh, you're right. You level them up, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. It, no, it needs to know rollout, but it, it learns know, rollout right, it learns at rollout. level 33, so then it just naturally evolves. I would just call it evolve at level 33 at that point. But. I guess you could say no. You could say I don't want to learn rollout and then just keep it a licky tongue, yeah. but I, I evolved into licky licky. And then I've got Machoke, my old buddy Machoke, Mr. Overhill, level 33. I also have some notable... You know that that's a trade evolution as well. Yeah, I'm going to have to do that next week. <laughs> I've got some honorable mentions here, which is Mr. Grogan, named after... Um, well, once he's on the team, he's not on the team because he's not a Dusclops yet. He's a Duskull, and Duskull is not a human, <gasps> but Dusclops is. Okay. Sure it is. Yeah, definitely. Like a dead definitely human, very human, I guess. Dusclops. Mr. Grogan <laughs> is not <laughs> on the team I... yet, but he will be. He's a Dusclops. He will, or he's a, he's a Duskull. He will be a Dusclops. He's my ghost type. So I'll, I'll introduce him later Later, once he's uh, you know, a bro who can hang. Okay. And then I accidentally overleveled Mr. Jorgensen, my um, <laughs> my metatite. He's level thirty-four. I, I accidentally when I was in the gym. Oh, you DQ'd. Yeah, I DQ'd <laughs> Mr. Jorgensen. Yeah. When he was in the gym, he was kind of one of my. I I got through the gym with Alakazam and and metatite and uh, accidentally overleveled metatite. So he's he's DQ'd, but. He's in the box. He's waiting waiting for his turn. Yeah, Buttcatchers, we raised the level cap to 33 from 32 because, uh, as you could tell... I wanted a Bronzong. A couple of us had some level 33 evolutions. I just thought it would be fun for you guys to meet a Bronzong. That's all. I am excited. I'm scared about it, and I'm concerned. But, oh, but it's When you guys texted me last week, I was like, I guess I'm down with this. I don't have any Pokemon that evolve at level 33 but i didn't know that i do and it's licky tongue who's now licky licky oh yeah that's right yeah. it worked out for all of us licky licky is disgusting to be but oh just yeah by the way it's like what if like a tongue was a bigger clown it's bizarre i don't horrifying like it just just one horrifying to yeah. <laughs> it's, it's terrifying yeah yeah it's like business licky tongue it's so gross <laughs> yeah it's very gross um i think uh, gentlemen we should uh mash these guys together yeah let's see what happens yes it's time let's do let's it battle these boys i'm logged in to uh showdown what's it called showdown um all right bug catchers we're gonna do what we always do and cut now to go do some battling together uh-huh. joshua and i will battle first to determine the champion of experience your pokemon podcast yeah whoever the champion of that battle is we'll take on david sims to see who the grand master of sure this leg of pokemon is so we will be back in a moment and we will tell you who won all right spoiler alert it's gonna be josh yeah i feel pretty confident against your team i'm not david's our teams cancel each other out we're very and then i think that bronzong is a problem for me unless my monferno lives yeah we'll see hell of a battle way way closer than i ever expected i think you were underestimating yourself especially because you got this licky licky and fucking snorlax that have a billion hit points now. very good battle yeah they're they're tough little little boys and graveler is nothing to scoff at either yeah got a bunch of big boys not as bad as i expected it to go but i'm happy with how it went even though i did lose yeah but you got me down to like one and a half mon yeah. It was Leafeon and Golduck. Golduck never made it out. 
Uh, I think you did very well. We had a couple of interesting moves with the like, you dropped your classic stealth rock. Yeah. So Staravia was, was she took 24%, right. which was basically disqualified her. And then Licky Licky just started those rollouts. Right. Your Licky Licky and your Snorlax, they were, they, I'm scared of those guys. If anything, I'm glad I finally figured out how to deal with Staravia and hopefully eventually Staraptor. Yeah. But you are the grand supreme champion of Experience Share Pokemon podcast, and now you will be taking on David Sims, a.k.a. Gringus D. Is your character called Gringus D? I don't know if we have asked. He's Gringus D. I have issued my challenge, Fieldstead. Okay. And we will see you bug catchers in a moment. Ouch. Wow. Hell of a match. Woo! Gringus is feeling good. D's back. Gringus D is back. He destroyed Josh. I mean, look, I don't think that's true. Well, you have three active, healthy Pokemon. Well, but they're they're all they're all uh, you know below fifth. They're all wounded. Yeah, three three wounded Mon. Yeah, but Josh has zero guys left. So that's, that's true. <laughs> David, I I confirmed in the middle of this had a sh- little bit of a shopping spree at the department <laughs> store because he had some unexpected thunders, blizzards, yeah. fire blasts. I spent that all got all hit. And they were all yeah. one hit KOs all, too. They, oh, most of them crit. It was a bit rude. I did. I spent no money in this game, apart from buying Pokeballs. I really spent no money at all. If I needed to heal, I would just go back to the center. And then when I got to the mall, I was like, "Oh, I have like forty grand. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go wild." God, I wish I had thought of that. <laughs> so I bought all the fancy TMs. Your Golduck having Blizzard against my Leafeon, that was critical. And I'm like, I could have done that. I could have top Blizzard. Yeah. I got a fucking you Golduck. You got a Golduck. You do. You got, I got a bunch like of eighty grand sitting around. Hey man, go buy some. I just, I, I'm a sucker for like. Ice Beam and Flamethrower more than those. Me and too. I think that those are the ones you can only get at Game Corner. I, I so I, yeah, that's the problem. Because right, of course, like a, a Fire Blast is the one I really. I'm I always I'm sort of so so on Fire Blast because you know it misses a lot. You don't get a lot right. You know, Thunder is the best of the best because that's you get ten of those. That's great. Right. Yeah, I taught I taught Thunder to Snorlax. Yeah, your Snorlax unleashed a Thunder on one of my mons. I don't think it even got a chance. I taught Thunder to Snorlax to take down your fucking Staravia, but like by the time that happened, it didn't it didn't work out. So, I don't know if I would have beaten Tanner because those big tank guys, I don't think I could have I don't have a lot of fighters. Like I don't know if I would have gotten around them. But Josh, you and I were basically similar teams. We were kind of just like yeah, right. throwing haymakers at each other. You just blatantly had a superior move sets. Respect. Yeah. I will give you a respete. Thank you. Yep. Woo. That's fun for you. It's sort of my Mario Kart strategy too, which is like do the big hosses. And I, I sort of like it. I'm going to maybe do that for Pokemon from now on. I like the big boys who have tons Just be of hit big points. boys. Yeah. Strong arm your way. Into I it. do that in Dungeons and Dragons a lot. I like to play big boys. You like the barbarians? Yeah, I like a barbarian. One of my favorite ever Dungeons and Dragons characters was a guy called Big Al, I think his <laughs> name was, and he was just like a sailor, <laughs> and he was just like really sure. cheerful, and a, he was a barbarian, and he was kind of goofy, and he was, you know. You have like, an active game right now, David? Not right now, uh, but I've, I, I had a five-year game, you know, a very long, uh, very tight-knit weekly yeah. game that I, for many uh, years. It's red.
We we, we had that until the pandemic started. But it's been on hiatus for. You can play on Zoom. You know, you can do it. I did it a little bit. No, I know. I think our our DM like is having trouble juggling like managing a game and work and life in the pandemic. So it's hard. Anyway, hell of a game, boys. Hell of an episode. You did it, David. You once again Good crushed games. us. You're the supreme champion of Pokemon, as always. I lost the last, like, two times. Uh, this means I'm going to have to make you come back. Yeah. Anytime. We're going to have to settle this at some point. I have lost plenty of times. You guys make me out to be a behemoth, but I am not. You are. You are. That's my first victory in a while. This has been Pokemon. Sorry. This has been Pokemon. This has been Pokemon. <laughs> That's not a lie. It has it's been Pokemon. Pokemon. This has been Experience Share, a Pokemon podcast. I have been Licky Tan, a.k.a. Tanner Greenring. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Bibarash, a.k.a. Joshua Fialstad. And we are joined this week by Cliff Avid. Nice work on those nicknames. David Sims. David, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for owning us once again. Thank you for letting <laughs> me barge in. We love usual. it. You are always welcome to barge in. You are one of our favorite people in the world. Thanks for joining thank us. Thank you for letting me rant. And if you are a fan of... Listening to us rant about films, please do go check out David's show. It's called Blank Check. Sure is. It is it's fun. Check us fun. out. We're yep. the best. And then yeah. please do rate and review our show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and everywhere that you rate and review shows. It really does help to do that for us. And do follow us on social media at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Joshua, anything you want to say? Next week, I think for the first time, this is back-to-back guest episodes, we will be joined by Eric Silver, who is a bug catcher and also host of the podcast Join the Party. Uh, speaking of D&D, a D&D role-playing podcast, uh, and he will be joining us for the fifth gym, which is... Which is finally going to be us meeting Crasher Wake, who has been taunting us a couple of times here, and who in Diamond and Pearl is the third gym, but in Platinum, he is the fifth gym, water type, and I guess, now that I'm thinking about it, we will be uh, level cap 37. 37. That's barely anything. I'm going to have a hard time keeping to 37. Yeah, well, we don't normally battle back to back. David, anything you want to talk about while you're here? No, I mean, poke, I mean, uh, blank check my podcast. You can read my stuff on the Atlantic. I ranted. I'll be back. Can't wait for whatever's next. Now I'm because I have short term memory problems. You talked about interviewing someone on the Atlantic, Steve McQueen. Oh. Steve McQueen. Uh, Steve McQueen. Uh, yeah, you know, right. I interviewed Steve McQueen, the director, uh, Shaka King. You know, I got I got stuff up there. You can check it out. It's good. Good stuff. Got some good views. Yeah, interviews and good also views. views David's probably. a hell of a. Hell of a writer, hell of a podcaster. Please go do look up his podcast and his writing. He is uh, our eternal rival, and we will see him again next season. But for now, we part ways with you, David Sims, once again. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Gringus D. Thank you. David Sims. And thank you for joining us, Bug Catchers. And thank you for joining me, Joshua. Welcome. I will see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Smell you later.